My name is Ben Greenfield, and on this episode of the Ben Greenfield Life Podcast. So the, the inspiration for all this for me was the spiritual retreat that I had. And for the first time, I actually saw the connection between nature, humans, environment. And I was like, there's got to be a way to replicate this. And in a non-dangerous, non-threatening way without the use of various pharmaceuticals. And this was the closest thing we could find. Faith. Family. Fitness, health, performance, nutrition, longevity, ancestral living, biohacking, and a whole lot more. Welcome to the show. What mattress do I sleep on? Well, I'm picky. I'm very picky. I wanted a mattress that blocks EMF that increases deep sleep cycles based on my actual measurements, that actively cools my body even if I can't use one of those fancy bed-top cooling thingamajigs, accelerates recovery, something my wife likes and I like, something that doesn't off-gas a bunch of chemicals, something that is designed using your health in mind and nothing else, no fancy bells or whistles or Wi-Fi or gadgets or springs or anything. Okay, this is like sleeping on the most natural surface imaginable. They've even done what's called dark film microscopy on people's blood cells when they sleep on this mattress and it actually allows your blood cells, your freaking blood cells to return to a natural free flowing state. That allows your bloodstream to optimize the oxygen flowing through your body, improves your body's nighttime recovery cycle, improves your sleep quality. Sleep is so important to me. You know that I'm super picky. I don't just sleep on stuff because people like give it to me. I sleep on stuff because I do the research and this mattress is top of the top. Essentia, E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A. You go to myessentia, M-Y-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A, myessentia.com slash Ben Greenfield. Use code BENVIP. That'll get you an additional $100 off your Essentia mattress. So myessentia.com slash Ben Greenfield and use code BENVIP. Well, today I want to talk about organ meats. Most of you know I'm a huge advocate of eating what I call nature's multivitamin on a daily basis. Yes, organ meats. You don't have to put raw liver in your smoothie like I do, though, or heart or kidney or spleen to access the most nutrient-rich foods on the planet because organ meats, especially those from grass-fed, grass-finished cows, you can actually take in a capsule. Problem is a lot of capsules aren't sourced well or they're simply too difficult to get your hands on when it comes to grass-fed, grass-finished sources. Now, one of my friends, you might know him, his name is Paul Saladino, also known as Carnivore MD on Instagram. He's been on my podcast many times. He founded a company called Heart and Soil. These are grass-fed, grass-finished, regeneratively farmed beef organs in supplement form. You can take them on the go, sprinkle them on food. I'll break open the capsules sometimes. I chew the capsules it's like nature's multivitamin, but on steroids, without actual steroids, don't worry. So uh, you're going to get 10% off of this fine, fine organ meat-based supplement. Just go to heartandsoil.co, heartandsoil.co, and use code BEN10, that's BEN10, for 10% off. Heartandsoil.co, and use code BEN10 for 10% off of anything from heart and soil. Let's talk about your gut. Is it super, super duper? Well, if it's not, then I got to tell you about this stuff. It's called Super Gut. They recently sent me a bunch, and what it is designed to do is nourish the healthy bacteria in your small intestine, but without giving you like crazy gas and stuff like a lot of this fiber does. So it's a resistant starch fiber mix. It's this clean, vegan gut health booster. In one placebo-controlled trial, Super Gut's resistant starch shakes were proven to reduce hemoglobin A1C, which is your, your blood sugar, by 0.7%. 
in 12 weeks. That's actually pretty significant. The resistant starch fiber mix lowered blood sugar 22 to 42% two hours after a meal. It's not a secret that having fiber with a meal will lower your blood sugar, but this stuff like blows the other fiber mixes out of the water. It comes in packets. You have one packet of super gut balancing fiber to like your morning coffee or your smoothie that gives you eight friggin' grams of prebiotic fiber to your entire morning routine. That's significant. Prebiotics are like food for the good bacteria in your gut. So go to supergut.com slash Ben and use code Ben20 for 20% off your first purchase of Supergut Gut Balancing Fiber Mix. That's supergut.com slash Ben and use code Ben20. What you are about to hear is a crazy, crazy podcast interview. I don't think I did it justice, honestly. Um, I visited a place called the Bioenergetic Institute in Lexington, Kentucky. I walk in this place and I'm greeted by an old friend of mine who I'd known from the precision medicine space back in the day, a guy named Dr. Jeremy Stitch, super smart, cool, down to earth dude. Uh, and he had been texting me like these cryptic texts for the past few months that he was building some crazy new like biohacking meets spirituality meets diagnostics meets healing type of modality. But I really wasn't quite sure what he meant. You know, a lot of these things you got to like experience for yourself. So my wife drops me off at his place and she goes off to run some errands and I go in there and it's in this tight, clean room, kind of in this, uh, in this cool little pretty area outside Lexington and right in the middle of the room is this massive like Tesla coil. It looks like something off of the deck of Star Trek, the old Trekkies, I suppose, maybe something from an Avengers spaceship or whatever for you modern day newfangled kiddos. Anyways, uh, if you've seen like the biocharger before, which is a Tesla coil, it was like that. It was like basically like a giant Tesla coil. So this is in the center of the room and this thing's just like blasting the entire space and you smell essential oils and this coil is just like lighting up the whole room with energy, specifically pulsed electromagnetic field energy that we talk about in this podcast. That was kind of crazy. It was interesting. I was like, well, I have a biocharger. I've kind of felt these type of frequencies hit my body before. They're cool. They're very healing. Uh, they're very energizing, uh, depending on what kind of state you, you happen to desire to be in, what the frequencies are doing to your body. But then he takes me in this other separate side room, like a treatment facility or like a patient room. And there's this crazy like glass crystal bowl-esque looking device attached via a long coil to these magnetic foot pads. And he sits me down. He has put he put both my feet on the pads and has me hold this glass bowl in my hands. And then he says, basically, he tells me to just get ready for this crazy experience. I put on a noise or not a noise, I, a, a light blocking mask, if I can talk today. And I put in headphones and then he told me to just like play some deep meditative music. So I did. And, uh, and then he flips this thing on and look, I'm, I know maybe not all of you have done like I don't, psilocybin or LSD or like gone on a plant medicine journey or experienced some like deep, deep, um, out of body experience. Maybe holotropic breath work is something else you might've experienced something like this before my whole body just like went to a different planet. I was weeping. I was sobbing. I was laughing. I was like holding my breath for what felt like five minutes. I was just in this whole trance-like state as all these electrical waves went through my body. They weren't painful. It was just these pulsed electromagnetic fields just surging through my whole body, adjusting my cellular voltage all over the place, including my brain. And we talk about the science in this episode. So I'm just kind of laying down the groundwork for you about what I experienced there. 
uh, it felt like hours. He comes back in the room. I guess I'd been there about 40 minutes or so. And my body just felt as though somebody had pushed the reboot button on it. Like my nervous system had gotten the reboot button pushed on it. And then he's like, okay, you ready for the treatment? And I'm like, oh, gee, I thought that was a treatment. But what happened was he was in the other room doing the same thing. So now he's all charged up with this electricity. He has me uh, continue to sit down, but now he puts both his feet on the pad. I'm still holding the bowl. And that means his hands are completing the circuit. And he starts to go through up and down my body with almost like this electrical massage using his hands. And every time he'd find like a nerve or an area that needed to be treated, my muscles would vibrate. And a couple of times, like they would even spark, like produce sparks that went over into his hand. And he basically treated my whole body up and down my spine, reset my whole nervous system, uh, hit the hips. And uh, then he even treated my knee, which was bugging me a little bit. And um, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. Like as though I was being electrically massaged is the best way I can describe it. And so then he finished with this, like this final 10 minute session back to what I'd done before to kind of like align everything after he'd finished the session. And then we recorded the podcast you're about to hear. And I was dead. I felt like I'd been hit up by a truck. Like that sounds bad, but I like, I didn't want to record a podcast. I was like, I need to go lay down. I need to go like meditate or something. Cause my body is telling me, like, have you ever had a massage before? And like, you don't want to just like go back to work. You want to go chill, read a book, sit around. That's how I felt. And so I did the podcast and I apologize for the wind, by the way, we went for a walk. There was a little bit of wind, but you'll, you'll get the information either way. I have practice what I preach. We were walking in the sunshine outside of his office. So I finally, um, he, he drops me back off at the hotel where my wife and I were staying and I walk in, I tell my wife, I'm like, I don't know if I can go to dinner tonight because we had planned to go to dinner with a bunch of friends. I'm like, I just need to go lock myself away in the room for a little while because my body just felt weird, like frazzled. So I go in there in the room, I close my eyes and just let myself center. And I meditated for about 25 minutes, just deep breathing, eyes closed. After 25 minutes, my eyes popped open and I stood up and I was like on top of the world. Like not only did I feel like clean as a bell, like I was 16 years old. I slept like a baby that night. I woke up the next day, just charged up full of energy. I had to go catch a plane and fly to another place. I was just like on top of the friggin' world. And I mean, I, I don't remember if I even asked Jeremy during this interview, but basically I'm like, okay, where can I get this thing? Because like any, like you could actually have a friend do the electrical massage on you or massage therapist. Cause the body is just talking the electricity back to the therapist. So they don't have to be like super duper duper trained to do it. You could sit with this thing in your home, holding the ball in your hands, like meditating in the mornings. Like I haven't even really grasped the concept of how deep this could penetrate in the medicine, particularly as an electrical modality and kind of like the frontier of medicine. But hopefully um, that gives you an idea of the experience I had that led up to the discussion that you're about to hear first with a couple of patients of Dr. Stitches and then uh, with Jeremy Stitch himself. So uh, enjoy. It was called the Bioenergetic Institute. It's by a company called Amortal, A-M-M-O-R-T-L. And the show notes are at bengreenfieldlife.com slash Amortal, A-M-M-O-R-T-A-L. So Gwen, tell me about what you experienced here and, and how you came to know about this stuff. Yeah, totally. So in 2013, at 29 years old, I was diagnosed with two different types of cancer, independent from one another, um, supposedly unrelated. So Hodgkin's lymphoma and thyroid cancer. Um, 
And to say that my life like upended at that point would be an understatement. Um, I went from being a pretty healthy or I thought pretty healthy person to having a team of oncologists and radiologists and more doctors than I ever cared to interact with at that point in my life. So, um, the first cancer that they treated was the thyroid cancer. And I had a total thyroidectomy for that, um, and had some post-surgical complications. My parathyroid glands were damaged during the surgery. So my blood calcium level dropped really fast, really critically, Um, I ended up hospitalized for that. And then on long-term calcium supplementation to try to get me to a normal level. Um, and then after surgery for the thyroid cancer, we started chemo for the Hodgkin's lymphoma. And that was really intense. It was every week for eight weeks, which ended up being a little delayed because of complications. Um, you lost your parathyroid too, right? Yeah. So the parathyroids were damaged during the thyroidectomy. That's what had messed up. Yeah. Not functioning. Gone. Like not operational at all whatsoever. They've got a tiny, tiny blood supply. So when you do the surgery, like it's, it's not hard to cut one or two of them. Unfortunately you lost all. And they're responsible for basically all the calcium modulation in the body, right? Yeah. Yeah. So your parathyroids release something called parathyroid hormone which basically triggers your osteoclasts in your body to chew up bone and basically release that bone mineralization into your bloodstream. And when you don't have parathyroid hormone, your osteoclasts don't do their job. So they don't chew up that bone. Your blood calcium level drops off really fast. Um, and there's no like homeostatic system in place to keep that in check without the parathyroid hormone. So I was taking... 10,000 milligrams of calcium daily, um, along with the prescription calcitriol, which is just the active form of vitamin D to try to increase my absorption of it. Um, but yeah, had not been, had not had a normal calcium level since November of 2013. So, and I'll get into how that plays into the story like okay. after the rest of the chemo drama. Okay. So chemo for the Hodgkin's lymphoma, um, which was really intensive and totally knocked out my immune system. Like numerous times I ended up hospitalized, neutropenic, had to miss weeks of chemo, which prolonged things. Um, Ended up doing a month of radiation every day after that to the areas that um, I had the most disease, which were kind of through my mediastinum. So chest from basically shoulders down to my diaphragm. Um, had the highest dose of radiation. So I came out of this happily cancer-free and in remission, but with a whole host of complications caused by my treatment. So my immune system never came back after chemo. I was neutropenic. My white blood cell count was super, super low. My CD4 count, which is one of your types of white blood cells, was below that of someone with AIDS. So I was like the bubble kid. Um, and I had decided as I went through treatment, I had this calling, um, spiritual calling, awakening to go into medicine. Um, and I found that route through pursuing nursing. So went back to nursing school and became an RN and then went on to get my master's for family nurse practitioner. And through that journey was on this mission to not just help 
other people heal, but to help myself heal. I knew that there must have been an element of health that I had missed previously. Like before I was diagnosed with cancer, I exercised every day. I ate right. Like I thought I had it really dialed in. Obviously mm-hmm. I didn't. Never heard that before, by the way. I know. I'm right? exercising. Big surprise there. Men's Health Magazine tells and, me to eat. What's going on here? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it was on this quest for like the missing pieces of medicine, so to mm-hmm. speak. And after being traditionally educated through my master's, I was left feeling like, hang on a second, like now I'm an NP and I'm supposed to be providing top level care to my patients. And yet I feel like I haven't even learned how to provide that care, right? Like I knew how to write prescriptions and how to manage chronic disease and the way that we are told to manage it in our medical system, but it wasn't working. Like Mm -hmm. all of the patients I was seeing were diabetic or in pain or diagnosed with cancer. Like it's just this onslaught of health issues that we see in our country. And it was so clear to me that we were missing something. Um, So in that search, I ended up connecting into a fellowship um, in genomic medicine, um, felt like that could provide more information, more keys to what I was looking for. Um, and at that point I connected with Dr. Stitch, um, who was running that fellowship and we ended up talking about bioenergetic medicine, which I had never heard of before in my entire life, but being fairly open-minded and on this quest for like those foundational elements of health, I was open to. So I first experienced this as a patient. And after two sessions um, of using the PEMF machine. Which I'll give Jeremy a chance later yeah. to define yeah, exactly what we mean. We see things like bioenergetic medicine and PEMF machine. Yeah, and he's way better at explaining the science behind that. I don't even want to try to, to delve into that. But after two hands-on sessions with this PEMF machine, I started feeling different. My body just felt different. I'm pretty dialed in. The same to, one that I just did? Like similar yeah, to yeah. Yep, exactly yeah, what you just crazy. did. Exactly. But all of a sudden, I started feeling like, my muscles felt different. Like everything just started feeling different. And I'm pretty intuitive about like my body sense at this point. So I started dropping off my calcium level. I was like, I don't think I need all this calcium. So incrementally took it down to like 5,000 milligrams, still was feeling fine. No muscle cramps working out every day, took it down to 250 milligrams. And then was like, I think I should go get my level checked. Like, I feel like something's different. So went into my endocrinologist, had him draw labs my calcium level was smack dab in the middle of normal for the first time since wow. 2013. So wow. persistently depressed for like eight and a half like years. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And spont- spontaneous in air quotes yeah. resolution. Wow. Eight and a half years later after two sessions on this. Wow. Um, the other part of that in those labs, I had just like a basic CBC um, and um, panel drawn and my white count came back totally normal. Wow. So at that point, I was like, all right, this is the foundational piece of medicine, of health that yeah. I'm looking for. Like, yeah. And you got out of the bubble. And I got out of the bubble. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm no longer the bubble kid. not in a bubble. Do you still do the treatments? Um, the PEMF treatments? Any or Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a practitioner now. So I not only receive treatments i also give treatments mm-hmm. um, yeah so we, we hired her pretty quickly to be our 
yeah. clinical director because yeah. we're like, oh man, that's a story that needs to be told. Well, both cool. you and Jeremy mentioned me, you know, you like, you'll like meditate with this in the morning. So like, yeah. you'll just like sit there holding it. It's almost like a crystal ball that puts a frequency through your body and you'll do like prayer and meditation and centering and everything right there. Holding mm-hmm. it. Yep. Yeah. So for me, it was the connection of, I mean, like obviously PEMF is a tech modality, right? Like yeah. it isn't, it's kind of like forest bathing, but through like an electronic device, yeah. I like to say, but setting the intention, like integrating in that spiritual component and whatever that looks like for the person, because it's different for everybody, but the connection to something larger than yourself, right? Yeah. Setting your intention of practice when you're using therapies like this increases their effectiveness and basically like sets a target point that your body works towards. Yeah. Yeah. You call it force bathing. I've called PMF in the past earthing on steroids. Yeah. And this is something totally different. Like, you know, I've, I've used the biocharger. I've, I've used a lot of different modalities before. Um, this is different. You, you feel the current going through your whole body. And then all that you talk a little bit later on, Jeremy, about how you'll like sit there and literally like do therapies with your hands, passing the current through your body. And that was just, that was wacky. But super <laughs> cool. Now, um, that's a powerful story. I know you also have Chuck here. Mm-hmm. Should we talk to Chuck before you start to fill us in on the science behind all this stuff and, we, and yeah. how, you, how you discovered it in the first place? Yeah, because the uh, science is kind of geeky anyway, so okay. we'll get the cool right, stuff first. Let's, let's talk to Chuck. All right, so we've got Chuck, another one of Jeremy's patients in here. What's up, Chuck? Uh, not much. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm really good after I've been spending the morning here getting uh, getting all, all treated up by these crazy space-age-looking devices. <laughs> Um, tell me about your experience here and, 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 uh, why you came to do this in the first place. Well, I've known Jeremy for, I guess, eight years now, eight or nine years. Yeah. Um, and I was diagnosed, uh, to 2020, March 2020 with, uh, stage four colorectal cancer, mm. metastasized to my liver. Um, had been pretty much level for two and a half years, I guess, with no significant decrease in size. And, um, so Jeremy contacts me and says, I've got something I think you should try. Yeah. And, um, and I did, I I tried it. And, uh, the first thing we noticed was my tumor marker level went from 60 to 25. So more than half. Wow. Uh, and and hadn't changed in a year probably. Wow. Um, the next thing, and literally last week I got scans that, um, show a significant change. Um, the lesions that were on my liver are no longer measurable and they were measurable prior uh, one went from three and a half by two and a half centimeters to not even showing up. And what, were you coming in here like every day and doing it? Uh, once a week. Or just once, once a week. Once a week. He was just charging on his own. Just charging them all. So, yeah. so this thing is actually, it's a wellness device. I mean, it's not, it's you not some it sophisticated. Yeah. It's just providing current and frequency. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, and a tiny microcurrent at that. Right. But Chuck uses it about 30 minutes to an hour once a week. Yeah. Is that about right? That's about I mean, right. You're like, we're literally coming into my basement. Yes. Yeah, so I literally and, yeah. walk into his basement wow. and charge for 30 wow. minutes an hour. So the effects are that powerful. You know, once a week you were seeing those kind of results. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the other thing I noticed too is, is not just those great results for me, the recovery from having chemo. Yeah. Um, prior to doing this, chemo would literally knock me down and just exhausted and, and couldn't really, you know, function great. Um, I went from that to getting unhooked from chemo and going to work. So the approach, uh, the approach is sort of a multimodality thing, right? It's, so it's not, it doesn't replace anything. It's complementary. You've got chemo, which right. is 
essentially a lytic destruction. It's a force of destruction, right? It's point is to kill. Um, you have to have that because you're trying to kill a cancer that's growing fast. It makes total sense, but we just haven't really addressed like how does somebody recover from that? So you, you add just a few more ingredients and you've already done a lot to change your lifestyle. You've, you're a super connected guy. You're super spiritual. I mean, it's not like you haven't done all the deeper work. Correct. Right. Right. But it was a cool addition oh, absolutely. that helped with recovery and we're happy to see some, some really cool results. So I don't want this to be like, Hey, this cures everything. Right. It does. Right. It's right. Exactly. And it's it just, like you said, it's complimentary to, to what I'm doing and, mm-hmm. and the whole, you're right. The spiritual connection of it is alone is amazing. But, um, it's, you don't it's, see modern oncology using a lot of electrical medicine. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, no, but it, we'll talk about that later. All right. Because, yeah. Yeah, okay. you, you don't at all. So, well, yeah. Well, I mean, after hearing those two stories, just between Gwen and Chuck, I'm sure that people want to know more about the history of this stuff and how it works. So, um, so first of all, Chuck, thank you for sharing this. <laughs> thank you. And, thank um, you. Now, folks, uh, Jeremy and I are going to duck out in this beautiful Kentucky sunshine. We're going to go on a walk, as you're accustomed to me doing on some of these podcasts that I record, and uh, you're going you're gonna to get the, the kimono open, so to speak, on all this stuff. Can we do this, Jeremy? <laughs> Let's do it. So, Jeremy, we met like a few years back through a couple of mutual acquaintances. My only experience with you really was, you know, you were a doctor. You were working with the, with the Wild Health Organization, you know, doing some of the genomics-based medicine. And then we didn't really, like, stay in that close of touch for a while. We kind of, like, bounced back and forth and and talked occasionally and yeah. then about a year ago you started hinting to me that you were doing some really interesting forms of like electrical medicine and i had already kind of like been tuned into that a little bit not only with my own experience with like you know the biocharger and pulse electromagnetic field therapy and yeah. you know electrical muscle stimulation some of this stuff that's interesting but then also you know i'd had kind of sort of the equivalent of like electrical acupuncture done up in Ohio with that, that faith healer guy, uh, Isam Nime, which was an interesting experience as well. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of sort of understood what you were telling me, but didn't really have my head wrapped around it until like two hours ago when you actually brought me through a full treatment and kind of blew my mind with it here in, um, here in Lexington. So, you know, there's, there's obviously a little bit of a technical explanation here, but first I just want to hear how you how you kind of got into this, like, like what drew you from basically like allopathy and precision genomics medicine into this? Well, like, first of all, thanks for having me on. This is a super honor, cool program. And, uh, I just feel, feel blessed. Um, cool story. So with everything, it's usually the personal story that kind of drives change. And that was exactly what happened here. And so there's three of them. There's mine, my oldest daughter and my next daughter. And I'll go through them in the Reader's Digest version. Okay. So, uh, so my story, I had eosinophilic esophagitis and hypertension at the time. I'm sure was, everybody's nodding their head pretending like they know what eosinophilic esophagitis and cephalopagus <laughs> actually is. I was going to get there, man. So, so imagine like your, your throat, your esophagus has these strictures in it. So it's really tight. And I got to the point where I couldn't swallow anything that was larger than like a small ibuprofen. Wow. And I had high blood pressure, right? So allopathic medicine has some treatment suggestions and surgeries. So you basically go and you get your esophagus dilated so that you can swallow. And it got to the point it was kind of funny. I was like eating a 
curry and the chicken got stuck in my throat and my my office staff was like oh he's doing it again and they were laughing i was like okay i got to do something about this yeah it, but anyway so so that was me at the time um i was the co-founder at wild health i was kind of serving as the coo at the time and and basically just helping scale it which put me at a unique position right i'm at the front of seeing all these folks coming through presenting their cutting edge medicine and learning cutting edge medicine and i didn't have solutions yeah and that's what made me start searching right and right. i looked at this cutting edge medicine like you're analyzing every biomarker and gene snip in the human body and looking at the entire chemistry of everything that's going on and you're not getting solutions from that yeah and on top of that like i was directing at that time the fellowship and at the fellowship we're teaching like 200 clinicians a year so these are also cutting edge people who are bringing their cutting edge ideas so i felt like i was at the tip of the spear and i was but there's still no solutions and of course thanksgiving is coming up butcher box is giving you free turkey as they've done in previous years I sometimes try to go out and hunt the turkey. Sometimes I come back empty-handed. doesn't matter. I always have a butcher box turkey as backup in the freezer, and they taste amazing because these turkeys have no antibiotics or added hormones. They take care of their turkeys, gobble, gobble, and they're giving you one 10 to 14-pound turkey free in your first box. If you go to butcherbox.com slash Ben to claim that deal on free turkey, did I mention, along with your 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, wild-caught seafood, all humanely raised. Did I say no antibiotics or added hormones? I'm saying it again, in your turkey or anywhere else. Guilt-free this Thanksgiving with free shipping. Free shipping. You don't have to go to the grocery store to get your turkey. And it's 10 to 14 pounds in your first box free when you sign up at butcherbox.com slash Ben. Let's talk about magnesium. So magnesium is an essential mineral responsible for 300 vital functions in your body, yet 60% of us are deficient. Now, I started working with this company to actually get you magnesium in a very tasty manner. They're these wellness ingestibles from a company called Higher Dose, and I helped them develop three different products, detox drops, hydration powder, and chill chews. They're all designed to pair with the higher dose infrared red light and PEMF devices, like their sauna blanket and their infrared face mask and their mat. Like you take this stuff, you pair it with their products and you enhance the detox, enhance the effects. Like you can add the detox drops to your water before a workout or a sauna session, bunch of hyper clean ingredients, binds to toxins, nice minty flavor. I love that one. I had it in my coffee this morning, actually. Then they have the hydration powder. That's an electrolyte-rich formula. It's got magnesium, a potent blend of B vitamins, a bunch of other goodies in there, specifically to support a sauna session. So you just shoot this stuff back before you go in the sauna. Then they have chill chews. These are magnesium gummies. You eat them at night. They help to balance your body and relax your mind. They're super good. They're low sugar. I'll just grab a handful of them. I don't know how many I'm supposed to eat. The bottle probably says, but I just grab a handful of them and go to bed. And it's amazing. And they taste really good. So anyways... This company, Higher Dose, is building some great stuff. And I've consulted with them and helped them out with their menu, so to speak. So this stuff is huge thumbs up for me because I helped help them with it. So you go to HigherDose.com slash Ben to get 15% off of any of their stuff today. HigherDose.com slash Ben. Or you can just use promo code Ben and that will get you 15% off. All right, this is cool. But you want to pay attention because it's coming up right around the corner on Friday. December 2nd, you're going to get a chance to join me and some really powerful healing physicians down in Sarasota, Florida. This is a live event. It goes from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. I'll be there. My friend and the brilliant former podcast guest, the Dr. Strange of Medicine, 
Dr. John Lawrence is going to be there. HBOT USA, Dr. Jason and Melissa Saunas are going to be there with their hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Brian Richards of Sauna Space, Harry Paul, uh, one of John's friends who I recently met, who's also an amazing healer for an event that's super unique. It's all based around the elements, earth, fire, air, and water with a ton of treatments and technologies and modalities and very unique biohacks that you're going to get exposed to during the entire event. Basically, what I mean by that is when it comes to air, you're going to learn about hyperbaric oxygen and ozone and air filtration, everything you need to know to upgrade your air. When it comes to earth, pulsed electromagnetic field therapy, earthing, grounding, a host of other ways that you can use the power of the planet to enhance your health, your sleep, your recovery, your muscle gain, your fat loss, a lot more more water. You'll learn about proper water filtration, how to upgrade your water, hydrogenated water, structured water, basically soup to nuts, everything you need to know about water and how to apply it in your home, in your office, in your life. And then finally, fire. This is a fun one. Lots of cryotherapy, a little bit of ice too, breath work, inner fire practices, a ton of stuff when it comes to introducing the element of fire into your life. So this event is super unique. John and I have been working on it behind the scenes and it has come together amazingly. There's even a VIP experience. If you sign up for the VIP experience, you could come two days early or stay a few days after the event. And basically, uh, you will get all the medical protocols customized by Dr. John and his staff if you claim one of those 10 VIP spots. That'll include like IV methylene blue, laser treatments, John's really unique bliss release, which is basically an endonasal adjustment, which is essentially like a chiropractic adjustment through your nose for your entire skull, which if you've had TBI or concussion or allergies or things like that in the past, it totally reboots that entire system. There's going to also be uh, ozone treatments, Myers IV cocktails, exosome treatments, IV laser, access to a CVAC machine, and John's entire facility is going to be at your beck and call if you got one of the VIP tickets. And then we're also probably going to have a little bit of a party later on in the evening after this event. The whole thing is going to be a pinch me. I'm dreaming full on cutting edge of biohacking experience. And I'm just now letting the world know about it. So spots are going to fill up pretty fast. Space is limited. But if you want to get in now, here's how. You go to bengreenfieldlife.com forward slash elements dash event. That's bengreenfieldlife.com forward slash elements dash event. It's in Sarasota, Florida. Again, it's all day Friday, December 2nd. I would come in early and stay after if you just want to try out all the crazy modalities there. You know, I don't know how fast those VIP tickets are going to sell out, but either way, this thing is going to be absolutely amazing. I just can't wait. Like I'm pinching myself. Can't wait to be on the plane to head down there and do this. So check it out. Ben Greenfield life forward slash elements dash event. And I'll see you there. I hope. So basically I start studying this. I start, I did like an acupuncture course and started studying microcurrent and started making some progress on myself and with patients. And I was like, okay, there's there's something to this. There's a blend of Eastern and Western medicine that actually makes sense. Yeah. And it's an electric acupuncture. That's literally like the tiny needles go in like the same as you would experience at like a Chinese acupuncture clinic, but then they're actually applying a current into those, in those needles. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. So we call it microcurrent acupuncture and I was getting good results. I was getting like 40% improvement in a lot of conditions that were tough to treat and just tracking the results. And that's where I'm like, okay, there's something to this. And I would try it on myself, took a course, you did a fellowship and it was, it was neat stuff. Okay. So that's my story. And essentially I was noticing some improvement. The next 
story is my daughter. So I had a daughter who is now 14. At the time, she was like seven or eight. And um, she developed this lytic lesion on her bone. So A lytic lesion. Yeah, I'll go into that. So essentially, it was on her collarbone. And it's a lesion that eats away at the bone. And we first thought it was something called osteomyelitis, which is a bone infection. Yeah. Did surgeries on it, saw pathologists, saw oncologists. And they're like, listen, it's either a bone infection or it's bone cancer. And we don't know. And this is like an eight-year-old kid going through multiple surgeries. Wow. Um, so her mom starts, like, praying over her. And she goes, I know she's going to get better. And we're, like, we're seeing, to, to kind of put this in perspective, right, we're seeing one of the top pediatric oncology orthopedics. So this is a guy who is taken more school than I can even right, imagine. Like the best, the best of modern medicine. Yeah. Yeah. And he's telling us, we don't know what this is. It's either cancer or it's a really bad, hard to find infection. And we've been through courses of antibiotics. This is like a six month stint. And all of a sudden she gets better. So I'm like, okay, here's, here's two cases now. One I've known about for a while where like faith and intention have come into the mix and somebody gets better. And then my case. So the third case is my other daughter. The background on her, she's got spina bifida. She was adopted from outside of Moscow. Russia. Correct. Got to clarify with people because like I'm moving to a town called Moscow, Idaho. So that's going to come up more and more on the podcast. We'll, so we'll clarify. So, so you adopt this, this girl from Moscow, Russia. She's a spina bifida. Yeah, yeah. It was actually a toss up between we're going to adopt from Moscow, Idaho or Moscow, of Russia. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, Moscow, Russia, and uh, she's got spina bifida. And when she came back, obviously, like to the States, it's somewhat traumatic. She's got essentially no treatment and, you know, some substantial developmental delays because of that. But one of the biggest things was she had pretty severe contractures on her feet, but was super motivated. So I had this beautiful kid who's super motivated and willing to try just about anything. And like any good parent would do, we tried all sorts of things. Allopathic medicine. Right. Because you have access to all the stuff because you're a trained MD, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trained MD. And that's where we start, right? Yeah. So essentially, we, um, we get to the edge where, you know, she's kind of just going through the motions. She's seeing all the specialists at one of the top three children's hospitals in the world. And we weren't making any progress, in fact, what they were telling us was that she would probably get worse and would probably be in a wheelchair. So, you know, we're like, that's not good enough. So we start exploring, and, and my interest t- takes me down to this whole bioenergetic medicine. And that's where it started really clicking, because I saw her do like the microcurrent acupuncture, and I saw her get functional improvement. Specifically, she had about a, a 30 or 40% improvement in her calf circumference, which in a kid with spina bifida, they don't have nerves yeah. that work, that innervate their calves. Got it. And by the way, this microcurrent acupuncture, if someone were receiving that as a treatment, how often are they doing something like that? It varies. You know, some people do one treatment. Some people do a series of 10 treatments. Okay. It's, it's something I do. I don't do a lot of it. Like um, you personally are, are trained in that. 
Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah, it's the MRA. It's what Dr. Uh, Same thing Dr. 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 Neme. And by the way, if you guys want to listen to my interview with Dr. Neme about electric acupuncture and kind of like his faith-based healing practice and how he combines the two, I'll link to that if you go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash amortal, A-M-M-O-R-T-A-L. Yeah. Yeah, and essentially watching him do that on my daughter, which is where this inspiration came from, was like, okay, there is definitely something to this where we're combining these modalities. Okay. Um, and, and with those three stories, what we saw was we saw a young lady who was not able to walk very far without braces, and she still has spina bifida. Like, that doesn't go away, but she's able to walk without braces. Her strength is much, much better. Her independence, which is most important, is also much better. So with those three stories, I'm like, I have to start thinking outside of the box. You know, when you're trailblazing and when you're cutting trail, you kind of get to the edge and you've got a whole troop behind you. Your only choices are to turn back where you came from or to keep going. Uh-huh. And that's, or just stand there. Or stand there. Yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. Some people do that. <laughs> Call stagnation. So, so uh, that's what really led us on this journey. And um, it's been a fun one. I learned all sorts of cool things. Met lots and lots of really cool people. Okay. Um, so so this journey, I mean, what, what I just, because I've done electric acupuncture. I've done like the treatment with Dr. Nime up in Ohio and it was interesting. And I, I experienced something this morning that was way different than that. And I don't even know where to start. Like, do you want to explain how you came to find this technology? Is that a good place to start? <laughs> sure. We can do that. So that's part of my story. Um, I'm, I'm on the search, right? I, I've seen this, uh, microcurrent acupuncture. I'm going doing fellowship trainings and reading books. I'm getting deep, deep, deep into quantum physics and not just that, but like actually studying like the lives of the physicists who found it like Tesla. And, um, my wife thought I was crazy, but that's another story. So one of these journeys leads me to a a guy near Seattle who has this strange device that I hadn't heard of before. It's a type of PEMF device and it essentially PEMF um, just to real quick to make sure pulsed electromagnetic field therapy. So it's a pulsing electrical and magnetic field that is typically in contact with your body or very close to your body that is typically somehow increasing or decreasing the cell voltage. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, So I started bringing that into the mix. And the, the really important take home from that story is that through this PEMF therapy and doing targeted treatments on my own um, neck, where I had a neck injury, my blood pressure improved. Now, mind you, at the time, I didn't want to bore people too much, but at the time, I was like 37 years old in really, really good shape, like helping run a precision genetics company Yeah, and teaching all these guys. So again, you think you're like at the top and you got a lot of lessons to learn. That was me. So applying this PEMF to my neck specifically in one place relieved the blood pressure and again made me think, well, I didn't have to use a needle to do that. Right. Right. Because I had this training in the fellowship and prior to that, I'm poking yeah. people with needles. Anytime you can mention you can do something without needle phobia, people will perk out. 100%. 100%. So I started trying it. I literally... All you got to do is get electrically shocked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did it a few times yeah. and caused that, but it's a static shock. And, um, you know, you quickly realize that if you don't have to use invasive procedures like needles and acupuncture, then 
all the much more better. And that's what brought me to, to using the tech. So uh, it was a cool story. I, I took the tech and I was like, let's figure out a way to, to like make this. Wait, this guy you met in Seattle, what was he doing with this technology? Was he just like playing around out there? Or did he have a plan for it? No, he had a plan for it and he had a plan to scale it. And, you know, it takes an army to do that kind of thing, right? Yeah. You've got to get research and you've got to like prove the science out. So that was the idea behind this thing. And we started partnering on strategies to do that and, and take it to market um, with the goal of if we could put this in people's homes and they can heal themselves, that puts me out of business. And that's a good thing. Kind yeah. of a weird business mentality. But yeah. It's better for the human, for all of humanity. Okay. So you've got this PMF device and are you, are you like modifying it or is, it or is it the same thing I just experienced back at the clinic? Is that exactly what you had experienced in Washington? Yeah, so that's a prototype. Okay. And and essentially, this brings us into the science. Yeah, because I want, I, want, I want to know how this works. The nerdy part of me, and I know a lot of my audience is into the kind of like the, the health hacking side of things. So explain to me what's actually going on. What was I experiencing back there when my whole body was just like getting electrically tuned, so to speak? All right, so this is a, a multi-faceted thing. Let's start with the simplicity. Most people overestimate PEMF and electromagnetic fields. If you start by imagining yourself doing what we're doing now, we're walking in nature, right? We've got the sights and sounds of nature around us. So we are just exposed to thousands and thousands of biofields. Right. Our natural primal environment, natural electricity. Right. And um, those fields provide data in the form of frequency. So you've got electromagnetic fields. That's the carrier, that's the wave, and you've got data in the form of frequency, how often those waves hit you, right? That's this very, very dumbed down, simplistic version of what PEMF is doing. It's providing those things. And there's all sorts of different varieties. So what we did was we take this, uh, we take this therapy and we wanna make sure that it's delivered in a analogous way that the body can receive it. So we are organic creatures and that means we have this sinusoidal wave. It's called an analog wave. It looks like, you know, a wavy up and down sine wave that you learned about in calculus. Yeah. We're not digital creatures. So we realized pretty quickly that using a digital signal wasn't giving us the results that we were using. A digital signal is one, zero. So it's straight up and it's straight down. It doesn't look like that wavy um, motion that you want in a sine wave. Right. Would you say it's more like a square waveform, digital waveform? Exactly. Okay. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. I picture in my head. I know what you're talking about. So we realized that, and then we realized that most of the frequency-based therapy is a recipe-based theory. It's essentially like we know that 15 hertz is good for wound healing and neuropathy, and we know that you know 420 is good for feeling good in meditation or whatever. Right. So that'd be like when I use the biocharge, I could set on like energy, on sleep, on relaxation. It's running a specific recipe. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that approach, except that when you use that approach, you have to study every single one of those fields and you're not necessarily replicating nature or you're doing it in a very, very slow way that doesn't progress very far. Okay. Right. So the difference then is being able to apply a whole range of random analog frequencies at one time. So the approach that we took was, let's replicate nature. We basically introduced 
all these frequencies at one time in a way that the body can receive them. And we then let the body decide which ones it wants. So instead of giving you a recipe and saying, Ben, you need 15, 300, 1600, and 2040 hertz today, uh -huh. we say, Ben, let's give you a tiny microcurrent and a range of frequencies and let your body know what it needs best. So you're just kind of throwing the whole cookbook at my body instead. Exactly. Okay. In a very safe way. And then it grounds out whatever you don't need. Okay. And that's what you receive today. So you're receiving this tiny microcurrent. It ranges from about four to six microvolts, very, very small, but you're receiving a range of frequencies that are analogous to your body. Okay. So as I'm sitting there receiving those frequencies, like you had me wear headphones, you had me put on a mask. Is that typically what somebody would do? Like, like let's say you're sick or let's say you want recovery or perform. Does it matter? You just sit there and you meditate or you listen to music or you... Uh, you can't read a book because you're holding like this weird looking like space agey crystal that's putting the, <laughs> the, the field to your body. But like how, how do you actually use the thing? Well, so the space age crystal is actually, it's actually like a globe, a vacuum. Uh -huh. It's got neon gas in it. That's one of the ways that those frequencies, that range of frequency is delivered. But to your point, yes, everybody gets a benefit no matter what. But I mentioned intention a couple times. And the intention comes in the focus. What are you doing with that? So there's studies out there. This is not new to the medical world. There's studies that say if, if a intervention, um, if a patient believes it's going to work, it's going to work better. And if their clinician believes it's going to work, it's going to work better. And both of them believe it's going to work best. So that's what the research says. So we just applied that intention and that mindset to healing. So the belief is the body is well-designed and with intention, we can dictate where that goes. Does that make sense? It does. We're playing devil's advocate. Have you ever kind of experimented with the idea or tested this in patients of someone just sitting in a chair, closing their eyes, setting an intention, putting on a mask, listening to music, and comparing that to the people who are actually using the device and doing the same thing? Absolutely, man. It's stack therapy. So yeah. that's the idea. It's, it, none of those are bad individually. They work better together. If you can replicate the natural environment that humans are in and we have a good mindset, we feel better. Now, this idea, though, of the electrical treatment on the body affecting the body in some way is something that I think still needs a little bit of explanation. Yes. When I sat down, you told me my, about my cells and my cell voltage. and Maybe that'd be a good place to start. Like, tell me about what theoretically could be going on here from a cellular standpoint, this whole idea of cellular voltage. Yeah, it's a great point. It's a great point. Um, I'll give a little history on this, but before I do, I want to give a, a synopsis. So every cell has a voltage. That voltage is called a resting membrane potential. And the theory behind it is that by restoring the resting membrane potential, the cells communicate to each other better. If you yeah. look at the structure of a cell, you know that the membrane is where all the action happens. The ions are being exchanged there. There are all sorts of gated channels, ligand-gated, mechanical-gated, voltage-gated, whatever. All the talk happens at the cell surface. And it also maintains a voltage. And it does that by pumping ions in and out. Yeah. So for two cells to be able to talk to each other, they have to speak the same language. They can speak different dialects. They're different dialects. It'll work. If it's a completely different language, it doesn't work. And 
by restoring that cellular voltage, what we're doing is we're basically putting all the cells at an equal playing field. And typically, we think of the neuron. That's the classic example. So a neuron's resting membrane potential is typically around negative 70 millivolts. It fires at negative 55. And if we can figure out ways that we restore all those cells to their resting membrane potential, they fire better, they communicate better. Right? Is it true that exposure to a lot of non-native EMF like cell phone radiation and Wi-Fi and possibly even Bluetooth would cause, in the way it's been explained to me, a, a calcium influx with calcium being a positively charged ion that would actually shift the negative 70 towards like a negative 40 or negative 30 or to a point where depolarization is less likely to occur and so therefore one of the problems with our evolutionary mismatched society in terms of the electrical soup we live in, the non-native electrical soup we live in, is that our cells are in a state of suboptimal uh, depolarization. They're, they're basically at, a, at a, a slightly higher millivolt potential than they should be at. Yeah, that's definitely the theory I subscribe to. There's multiple theories. Okay. Um, I would also argue there's probably more to that story, and it's a really interesting one, which is overexposure. Uh, we can adapt to a lot of a big variety. Think about, again, using that yeah. example, a human out in a forest. Tons and tons of different frequencies, right? Put that human underneath a cell phone tower or underneath a, a bunch of power lines, and then there's one dominant frequency that is overexposed. Right. So, And I, is that dominant frequency also one of those square waveform frequencies? A lot of times it is, yeah. Okay. So, and then also is the hertz important? Because, like, I know the Earth naturally emits, like, 0 to 100 hertz or so, which is a frequency that's almost, like, energizing mm -hmm. to the human body. But then, you know, that's hertz. And then you look at, like, your Wi-Fi router. Isn't that, like, gigahertz, like a much more powerful frequency? It is. I don't, I don't necessarily think, though, the hertz is as big of a player as we think. To me, okay. the hertz represents the data. Okay. So the data is what travels on the wave, and that comes in the form of how many times does, does that wave hit you? That's okay. frequency. So it's it's more the delivery mechanism that that package is being received in? Yeah, that's the way okay. I think of it. Okay. All right, got it. So back to the cellular voltage. So you have the cellular voltage hypothesis, and what's happening in terms of the way that something like this bioelectrical modality is affecting the cell polarization. Yeah, so you're delivering a microcurrent. So we're delivering the two things, the data, which is what we just talked about, and you're also delivering the microcurrent. And that microcurrent is essentially like shaking up molecules and providing energy to restore cells to their native voltage. So I'll give a good example. It's clearest when we can talk about examples. Let's say we've got somebody like Gwen, who we talked to earlier. Yeah. She's got hypothyroidism. Okay. Right? She doesn't have a thyroid gland, or at least most of her thyroid gland that's working because it got removed. But what's working is suboptimal. So the voltage on those cells, if you were to actually go in and measure them cell by cell, which is really hard to do, that's why it's, it's just now emerging as a science, what you find is that disease cells have lower voltage. Okay. Closer to zero. And they've actually measured that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there's actually companies, Ben, that that will test this stuff in vivo. Like at some point I would love to connect you. Um, I'm like taking a tumor cell and testing it in a body? Yeah, like during breast cancer oh, wow. surgery. There's, that's actually a modality. Oh, so that's how you do it in vivo? Yeah, other than yeah. A test so tube. you put okay. two little probes and you say, oh, this one, there's a, a negative 15 charge, that's probably cancer. 
This one, there's a negative 70. That's healthy. Oh, wow. It's probably normal tissue. It's like those right? old school frog leg experiments except totally. they're doing it on cells. In the cooler wow. looking equipment, right? Yeah. But it's the, it, it literally goes back to those early 1900s experiments that you're describing. Wow. Okay, so you can measure it. So you're back to, back to Gwen and her hypothyroidism. Explain that to me. Right. So if, in her case, that tissue has a, a voltage that's closer to zero, there's not much gradient. There's not much happening at that cell surface. Whereas, like, let's say her muscle tissue has negative 55, which is the resting membrane potential. It's good and healthy, right? So if we can get those two tissues to maintain their native resting membrane potentials and they're standing next to each other, then if there's a signal that's going across one into the other, it's going to be picked up. If that other one is sitting at negative 15 and it's supposed to be sitting at negative 70, and the first one is where it's supposed to be, right, at 55, what's happening at the surface of the cells can be congruent. It can be translated all along the cellular surface. Okay. Right? And that happens in forms of energy, right? It's, it's literally just electricity that eventually causes movement, a.k.a. kinetic energy. Okay, got it. So you're basically restoring the proper voltage to these cells, and then the body initiates what, like a self-healing process or something like that? Yeah. Huh. I mean, think about it. You cut your hand. Yeah. What, what happens? Like well, when I mean, eventually it heals. You're eight yeah. years old. You're outside. You're, you cut your hand. Yeah. You put a Band-Aid on it. Mom kisses you're it. You're eight years you old. Never, it heals like lightning. <laughs> you never think about it yeah. again. Yeah. You know? So we just try to restore the body. And it's not that this is a single modality that works alone. You've got to address nutrition. Yeah. You've got to address, you know, relationships, personal and interpersonal. Yeah, I respect that about you because you're a man of faith and you introduce a great deal of spirituality and prayer and intention setting and faith into the process, which I think is, is probably the biggest component of healing, just that the whole biology of belief. You know, the guys like Bruce Lipton talk about. But I, I mean, huge. like what's rolling around in my head right now is if it can cause something like that normal cellular response in somebody like Gwen, you know, we heard from Chuck, how come it wouldn't cause his cancer cells to actually grow? Like, wouldn't it be like lifeblood to cancer cells, something like that? <laughs> that's a good question. I don't think so. Um, I, that, that's a whole mechanism and theory of cancer. In my opinion, the, the most common, the most basic definition of cancer is cells that are acting in isolation in order to preserve function. So let's go back to the cellular voltage hypothesis, right? If that same thyroid tissue is at negative 15 volts and it's supposed to be, remember, at like negative 70, then all of a sudden the survival instinct of that cell tissue line starts to kick in. And what does it do? It divides. And it divides and it grows because it's not talking to its neighbors. It thinks it's in isolation and it tries to replicate. Okay. Now, it's not doing what it's supposed to do, but it's doing what it thinks it's supposed to do. It thinks the only way to survive is to make more of me. Well, what it should be doing is talking to its neighbor and saying, hey, are you in as much distress as I am? If not, can I borrow some of your energy? Yeah. Right? Okay. It's a super basic premise. So typically what happens with cancer cells is if they're too far gone, it induces apoptosis. They are not survivable, so they auto-kill. If they're not too far gone, it will restore voltage and restore function. And these tissues that are acting out of preservation and replication will start to function normally and speak to their neighbors. And you've seen that happen. Yeah, I mean, we're not, again, I don't want to make crazy claims. Yeah, we can't say we, you can cure cancer, but I mean, Chuck experienced something and you have 
you have other patients who are having interesting experiences like that. I'm excited about where this is going. Yeah. Right, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Um, we don't want to get you shut down. Not when you're just getting started with this stuff. Now, speaking of just getting started with this stuff, I, I want to know a little bit more about, you know, some of the ways that this is something that could be put in into a home, kind of like that giant pillar in your office or this treatment that you gave to me. But before I do, you came in after I did my treatment, which was fantastic. And I was like, I feel amazing. Like there wasn't really much wrong with me when I sat here, you know, aside from I told you I had like a little bit of low back and pelvic floor tightness and my left knee was a little buggy, but my whole body felt like it was glowing, like full of energy afterwards, almost like somebody pushed a reboot button on my body. And I was just like in la la land with my headphones and, and my eye mask on. It was almost like, almost like a plant medicine journey or something like that. It was just crazy, but without any, you know, any drugs or anything. And so then you come in and I took a break, grabbed some water. And then you sat down beside me, you put your feet on like the electrical plate that I had had my feet on and you, and then I held the ball and you started like trans, you started doing like a scan with your hands over my body, almost like some form of like an electrical therapeutic massage. What was that all about? Yeah. It's basically using the applied voltage and feeling for the vibrational shifts, for feeling for those gradients that we're You're talking using about. your own body as a delivery mechanism for the voltage? It, diagnostic and delivery. What right? are you feeling in your, in your hands as you're doing that? Vibration. So, so there's a little bit of vibration if the tissue's healthy, feels, you know, just normal. Okay. It gets much higher if that tissue is diseased or worn out or distressed in some way. So like when you hit that spot on my lower left back and you're like, dude, this nerve isn't firing properly or isn't, isn't, uh, you know, this area of the body isn't properly innervated. You could feel that via vibration in your fingertips. Well, that was the extreme example. That was the arc, right? So it the, actually arcs out. Yeah. So it arcs because there's a big gradient, you mean like a spark. I, I mean, yeah, essentially it's because crazy. there's a big gradient and energy flows to the area of you ever like gradient. started on fire doing this. Have you? Uh, only once. Yeah. I survived. Yeah. yeah good. You no know, spontaneous combustion during medical treatments are yeah. encouraged. Um, you, you, you can feel the vibration. So you're basically mapping my body and what happens when you feel the vibration? Do you like stay in that area? Cause it kind of felt like you were, I don't know, like hanging around in the spots that needed more hanging around in or something like that. That's exactly right. So you restore function to that tissue by delivering that small current for a longer period of time. And there's also some optimization of the surrounding tissues too. So you kind of, if you imagine that spot, it's a hot spot. It's sort of stealing energy from other places. It's created a bypass. So we're restoring energy to all of that space. So it's like simultaneous diagnostics and therapeutics at the same time. Yeah. You notice that I didn't ask you much about your medical history. I didn't ask you for your public figure, so I didn't need to, but, but I don't like, yeah. I don't, I don't get a detailed history. Yeah. I can feel it. It's very, very intuitive. Right. You're right. I am a public figure. Everybody's seen the results of my colonoscopy to my cholesterol and beyond. They know. Uh, but in an average scenario, a patient will walk in and you can just basically scan them electrically using your hands and know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. So obviously you've got this one place in Lexington, but from what I understand, this is something that you want people to be able to do in their own homes. Yeah, I mean, the, the goal is to get this to a point that it's a wellness device, that individuals are using it. So we've got some really cool stuff going. We've got this place, which is the institute where we do it and study it and teach other people. It's called most the Bioenergetics Institute? Yeah. Okay. And most importantly, it's teach. Okay. So, so we have cool partnerships going, too. You, you and I have a mutual friend. Uh-huh. And Bobby George, right? Oh, yeah, Bobby George up in Ohio. 
Yeah, and Bobby's got Live. Yeah. So he's got his clinics. Right, which uh, is like a wellness biohacking clinic. But he's also got this freaking amazing food concept of let food be thy medicine. So his baby is is the nutrition. Yeah. And he's got those two things where you marry them. So we partner with him and we like teach his people and, and we work together and go up there occasionally, teach them how to use this stuff so that they're like a massage therapist can do this and basically do a massage on steroids. And it's wow. very intuitive, right? It yeah. doesn't require a degree. You don't have to, to have do. like a medical degree. You can literally just like feel the vibration and you know, oh, hey, I'm going to hang around in this spot. And obviously some people who just have a feel like a Reiki practitioner or someone who can really feel subtle energies coming up the body might already be able to sense that. But this amplifies that signal pretty tremendously. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Those things are super helpful. But we want this to be so intuitive that almost anybody can pick it up and use it. Okay, gotcha. And, and when I walked into your clinic, even before we went in a little private room where there was that little pad, there was like this giant pillar in the center of the room. It was almost like, you know, a biocharger times 10, the size of the thing. But tell me about that one. You mean the worship temple? <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a big Tesla coil. So the, the Tesla coil puts out another signal. So essentially what we've done, we've taken that product, we've taken the product that you use, and then we also have this other product called a, a chamber, which is like a chair with some lights. Um, really cool stuff. But we, we use those three things in conjunction with one another. What you're talking about is a, um, it's a modified Tesla coil that pulses out also analog fields, also variable frequencies. Works the same way as the one that you use, but actually delivers an even wider range of frequencies and it's wireless. So, so you have a bunch of people sitting in a room, they don't have to be holding the device, they could just be all doing meditation or worship or prayer or something like that and just basically have their cell voltage getting aligned at the same time by sitting within close proximity to this thing. Totally. And How far away from it? Be, feel so, the treatment. So we think as far as 80 feet, but wow. you're going to get your maximum dose within about two to four foot. Yeah, you could put it in a pretty big room, like a yoga room or something like that. Totally. That's okay. the idea. All right, and then this table, you showed me a picture of it. You told me the table's in Denver right now, but tell me about that one. Yeah, you should come see it. So the chamber is basically combined. This is the, the Ferrari of the devices because we combined the zero gravity chair and you sit in a chamber so you're laying down and you get this vibroacoustic experience and what it's delivering it's delivering PEMF vibroacoustic therapy guided meditation and bioluminescent therapy in the form of red lights and near infrared in addition to that we we pump in various gases right now it's uh, molecular hydrogen but there's there's actually like a whole bunch of different phases to that where we'll add different ones. And that's the one that goes in like a lot of spas and like a lot of very well-off homes. And when you say it's in Denver, like could someone listening in actually go use it right now? Yeah, totally. Well, you, <laughs> I don't want to overwhelm our sales team, but uh, yes, totally. That's the prototype that's okay. floating around. The other ones are in production. Well, I mean, you can fill me in after. I can put instructions about how people can go to a website or whatever in, in the show notes. I'll, I'll put it at uh, com slash Amortal, A-M-M-O-R-T-A-L. So the future of this is like, I could have this as like an electrical medicine cabinet in my basement. If somebody's not feeling like I could hook up to this thing, I don't necessarily have to have diagnosed them, but the frequencies that are delivered by the unit are gonna map out the areas that actually need adjusting and go straight there. Obviously, if somebody's bone is broken, like take them to the freaking ER folks, or like, yeah, yeah. you know, if somebody has, you know, I don't know, strep throat or something, maybe, maybe they need something in addition to to just an electrical modality 
but this feels and, like a good place for me to like put in a medical disclaimer that we yeah, it kind of feels like that. Replacing yeah. uh, medical information, go see your doctor if yeah. you get sick. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah, I'm not a doctor, but he is. And so, <laughs> so what? What approximately? I because I gotta ask this question: like, how much would somebody actually spend, or a family spend, or like a corporation spend to have these at their home or at their facility? That, that's the whole idea: is we want different price points. Like the entry price point on on the um, device that you use today is like fourteen thousand. In my opinion, it, it's just eons better than what's out there, just because of the way it's delivered. The um, coil, which would be more for like a community, like a yoga hall or a that church. big, tall coil. Or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's about 30000 And then the the chamber right now retails at 145000 And that's more of like a spa experience. That's like yeah. for Ben Greenfield to like absolutely get the most out of his biohacking 45 minutes a day right. combined. This would be everything all at once. But yes. I could... Because, and this is what I felt, like, I felt a super heart-opening experience. I felt that cellular voltage after, it shifted me into this really interesting place, emotionally and spiritually. So someone could, theoretically, like you mentioned church, putting these pillars in a church. I, I think it's sad sometimes, you and I had a little discussion about this earlier, off-air, like, how resistant the, the church sometimes seems, or religion sometimes seems, to marry technology to spirituality. Though, you know, I have full-on prayer sessions inside the BrainTap light sound device. Like, if you buy that, you can go to the Ben Greenfield section, and you can go through my prayers with me while undergoing light and sound stimulation. And there's nothing wrong with just praying on your knees in your bedroom. But if somebody hasn't tried, like, literally shifting your brainwave state into, like, deep delta or theta or sometimes gamma while talking to God or while doing prayer or while having devotions, it's a crazy experience. Uh, same thing with like doing a meditation session in front of the biocharger. Like if a church were to have like one of those pillars in the middle of it that literally shifts people's brainwave states dramatically when they're in that experience without subjecting them to the risks of say like, you know, popping magic mushrooms before they go to church, which is the type of stuff that guys like Jamie Will and you know, Stephen Kotler are proposing, which I think is far more risky because it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's too much. Um, I think too dangerous. Like it's something that I think is super interesting. This intersection of spirituality and technology. I have nothing against it, but it's like you almost get called out on blasphemy if you mention this kind of stuff in you know modern Christian circles, just because for some reason there's this fear of technology, or or people say it's like you know pharmacia or sorcery or something like that. I yes. I really don't think it is. I mean, it's it's a very clean and uplifting. And powerful experience. Again, not to say you need it, but man, oh man, it, it certainly amplifies any spiritual experience, in my opinion. Well, you're totally right. So it, the whole concept of bioenergetics, it's not like I came up with this idea. Like, first of all, it's been around for a while. Right. Many, many God, God did it in it. nature. God was the original <laughs> bioenergetic creator. Every time you go outside, you're getting PEMFs by God. <laughs> totally. So I'm not like, you don't need to sell God. That's just right. there. Jesus and, went up on a mountain early in the morning to pray. He probably was bare feet. Yeah. And this is, you're basically augmenting. You know, 150 years ago, mankind took this massive shift from outdoor living or predominantly more outdoor living to much less. The, the average amount of time that people spend indoors in the United States is 92 to 93% of our day. It's nuts. Yeah. That's why when we got to do this walking, I'm freaking thrilled. Right. But it's insane. So we need to figure out a way 
to quickly re-deliver all of those biofields back into the human biome so that we actually like don't get sick. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean it's it's really difficult in my opinion to like describe the feeling on a podcast. But my recommendation to folks is like figure out a way if it's you or a loved one who you want to introduce to a new healing modality because nothing else is working or you just want to see what it feels like to experience this like I did. I mean, just figure out a way to, to like fly into Lexington, stay at the Kentucky Castle or whatever, which is, which is where I was at or wherever else, drop into a hotel, come down here and try it or go to Denver. I'll put links in the show notes and try it out. I mean, I'm not financially affiliated with Jeremy or anything. I'm not like an investor in his company. I just, I think it's cool enough. I mean, I, I want to be an investor in your company now. We can talk about that later. But I think it's cool enough to where um, when Jeremy told me about it, I want to experience it and it's crazy. It really is. And like I told you guys at the introduction, I think this type of electrical medicine is the next frontier of medicine and gradually kind of rips us away from our dependency on the pharmaceutical in- industry and what I consider to be like a broken allopathic medical system. So totally. Yeah. So, so Jeremy, really go ahead. Um, so the, the inspiration for all this for me was the spiritual retreat that I had. And for the first time, I actually saw the connection between nature, humans, environment. Um, and I was like, there's got to be a way to replicate this and yeah. in a non-dangerous, non-threatening way without the use of various pharmaceuticals. Right. And this was the closest thing we could find. Yeah. And when so you say various pharmaceuticals, that include like plant medicine experiences. Totally. It's like you 100%. could go do this and not have to be, you know, whatever, you know, Persian DMT out of your system for the next six days or whatever. Yeah, and and exactly. so, again, with these technologies and the spiritual experience that you get from them, and I think the resistance to some people who are like totally al natural, why don't you go outside barefoot in Sedona, bro, and pick up a crystal? It's like, well, like God made us creators, right? We make jet planes and, you know, <laughs> preachers and yogis and pastors flying jet planes to get places to preach the good word, for example. It's not like we need to be resistant to technology, but the idea of us being able to create things that simulate what God created in nature and do a really good and safe and ethical job of it as a way to bring people closer to God in the same way that God reveals himself to people in nature. Well, if it was created by human beings uh, with, with good intent, with intention being a big part of this, I consider this to be like basically amplifying nature and taking what God created and our God-given abilities to be able to create and simulate God's handiwork and just amplify it. Yeah. It's, it's, and it, it's a cool experience. I'm, I'm just kind of on board for a wild ride. You know, that's my job is I, I find cool stuff and I tell people the good stories about it and then let them make their lives better with it. So, Jeremy, you certainly qualify as, as a cool story that I've found to be able to tell the people. So thank Thanks, you. Man. I really appreciate this opportunity. Awesome. Awesome. All right, folks. Well, I'll put the, the show notes along with all the information about Dr. Jeremy Stitch, his team, and this whole bioenergetics uh, amortal institute over at bengreenfieldlife.com slash A-M-M-O-R-T-A-L, bengreenfieldlife.com slash amortal, where you can also leave your questions, your comments, and your feedback for Jeremy or I. And until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, along with Dr. Jeremy Stitch, signing out from bengreenfieldlife.com. Have an amazing week. All right, this is cool. But you want to pay attention because it's coming up right around the corner on Friday, December 2nd. You're going to get a chance to join me and some really powerful healing physicians down in Sarasota, Florida. This is a live event. It goes from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. I'll be there. 
my friend and the brilliant former podcast guest, the Dr. Strange of Medicine, Dr. John Lawrence is going to be there. HBOT USA, Dr. Jason and Melissa Saunas are going to be there with their hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Brian Richards of Sauna Space, Harry Paul, uh, one of John's friends who I recently met, who's also an amazing healer for an event that's super unique. It's all based around the elements, earth, fire, air, and water with a ton of treatments and technologies and modalities and very unique biohacks that you're going to get exposed to during the entire event. Basically, what I mean by that is when it comes to air, you're going to learn about hyperbaric oxygen and ozone and air filtration, everything you need to know to upgrade your air. When it comes to earth, pulsed electromagnetic field therapy, earthing, grounding, a host of other ways that you can use the power of the planet to enhance your health, your sleep, your recovery, your muscle gain, your fat loss, a lot more. Water, you'll learn about proper water filtration, how to upgrade your water, hydrogenated water, structured water, basically soup to nuts, everything you need to know about water and how to apply it in your home, in your office, in your life. And then finally, fire. This is a fun one. Lots of cryotherapy, a little bit of ice too, breath work, inner fire practices, a ton of stuff when it comes to introducing the element of fire into your life. So this event is super unique. John and I have been working on it behind the scenes and it has come together amazingly. There's even a VIP experience. If you sign up for the VIP experience, you could come two days early or stay a few days after the event. And basically, uh, you will get all the medical protocols customized by Dr. John and his staff if you claim one of those 10 VIP spots. That'll include like IV methylene blue, laser treatments, John's really unique bliss release, which is basically an endonasal adjustment, which is essentially like a chiropractic adjustment through your nose for your entire skull, which if you've had TBI or concussion or allergies or things like that in the past, it totally reboots that entire system. There's going to also be uh, ozone treatments, Myers IV cocktails, exosome treatments, IV laser, access to a CVAC machine, and John's entire facility is going to be at your beck and call if you got one of the VIP tickets. And then we're also probably going to have a little bit of a party later on in the evening after this event. The whole thing is going to be a pinch me. I'm dreaming full on cutting edge of biohacking experience. And I'm just now letting the world know about it. So spots are going to fill up pretty fast. Space is limited. But if you want to get in now, here's how. You go to bengreenfieldlife.com forward slash elements dash event. That's bengreenfieldlife.com forward slash elements dash event. It's in Sarasota, Florida. Again, it's all day Friday, December 2nd. I would come in early and stay after if you just want to try out all the crazy modalities there. You know, I don't know how fast those VIP tickets are going to sell out, but either way, this thing is going to be absolutely amazing. I just can't wait. Like I'm pinching myself. Can't wait to be on the plane to head down there and do this. So check it out. Ben Greenfield life forward slash elements dash event. And I'll see you there. I hope. More than ever these days, people like you and me need a fresh, entertaining, well-informed and often outside the box approach to discovering the health and happiness and hope that we all crave. So I hope I've been able to do that for you on this episode today. And if you liked it, or if you love what I'm up to, then please leave me a review on your preferred podcast listening channel, wherever that might be. And just find the Ben Greenfield Life episode. Say something nice. Thanks so much. It means a lot.